Now, Ty, mm-hmm. what was weird uh, from a Buccaneers perspective to wrap up on the defense was that uh, Tariq Willen interception, <laughs> which at the time I felt was very unusual. But I, I've since seen a broadcast where, like a few plays prior, Brady was wide open and Willen left him alone. Yeah, I think that was just a matter of like we want to put a dagger in these guys. We're and also a little bit of like we're playing in Germany. Let's put on a little bit of show here and try to catch them off guard. Uh Fournette just shouldn't throw that ball. Right. Yeah, game like, state I get wise as well, it didn't make sense. Like Yeah, yeah. Like I get the idea of it, but yeah. uh yeah, Fournette's just gotta fall on that. He was, he was getting way too excited he was like oh i gotta throw it i gotta throw it yeah i have to throw um, it. that's the crazy thing about those situations too it's like every time that a running back or receiver gets the ball in that situation it's just like i have to throw this i have yeah. to throw this no you yeah. don't you don't just yeah. fall on it or if like no one's upfield just throw it out of bounds like, like yeah just, yeah yeah so yeah uh that was uh horrible uh and you know that felt like that was going to be the thing that that got the Seahawks back in this game because up to that point that was all Bucks and they put together a great drive to get down into the red zone and then the the fumble happens on the uh, QB draw oh. uh, for for Gino. I don't even and think that was a cool draw. Like he said in the in his presser that it was. Yeah, but Pete said it wasn't. Like oh uh, well then I, there you I, go. It was, yeah, the the O line did not get downfield. They all passed set and there was no attempt to block. It was very weird. Again, that was a bit cute from Seattle. Like, what was it? Second and goal and you go into empty. Yeah. I know it works. You can nitpick individual plays anyway. But that was super frustrating. And like, Seattle just made too many mistakes in this game on both sides of the ball to win, really. Like, even, I mean, the final thing to say about the defense is that Brady uh, touchdown, the, the third one, yeah. I was like, uh, they're blocking. The ball hasn't come out. That's offensive pass interference. And lo and behold, the... I was, uh, it was the far side from me. I lo and behold, the official throws a flag, and I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. And then they throw a touchdown on the other side. I'm like, well, that doesn't matter because it's offensive pass interference. That'll be, what would that have been? I think second and goal plus, you know, 10 extra yards, mm-hmm. maybe third and goal. And then they wave it off. I don't, and Pete Carroll was not happy with their explanation either. He said, because it's away from the players, like a philosophical thing. Um, what does that mean? Like, did you, that, that was a joke. That yeah. was a joke. And, you know, a five-point game, Seattle, you know, that that's that's a big swing to, for that to happen, especially when they call it on the field. Obviously, you can't add on pass interference when you review a touchdown, but, like, you call it on the field and you decide to wave it off based on what? Like, that, that did not make any sense to me. Yeah. Now, yeah. we're done with the defense, right? I yeah, guess by the address... way, thank thank God Jordan Brooks was just a cramp. Yes, yeah, we should yeah, good point. Oh my 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 heart sank when I saw him limping off of the field. Because that's the one thing that you cannot afford to have happen. Yeah. So yeah. let let's talk about the field. I know both sides mm-hmm. of the ball, offense and defense, even Pete Carroll felt that it did impact their play. Obviously, both teams are playing on the same surface, but like for instance, DJ Dallas was upset. And thought the run game would have done way better if, if uh, the field wasn't so slippy. And Pete Carroll uh, thought the run defense would be have been better, even though they're all playing on the same surface. The thing with this is like that surface is 
it needs like a longer start that I don't think exists mm. really in in American football cleats. Like I've worn, yeah. uh, I've I've worn American football cleats and soccer cleats, and on on each surface because Britain has lots of weird playing surfaces. Uh-huh. And you would be like slipping and sliding with American football cleats on a on a soccer field because you need something to dig into the turf a bit more. Right. They just don't make like honestly. If a team goes to Germany again, they should just wear soccer cleats for that game. Heck, Michael Dixon already. Uh, not Michael Dixon. Well, he might, but um, Jason Myers does anyway because he's a kicker. But everyone right. should because they couldn't. And where that really showed up was special teams. A lot of the pursuit was like just hairy, hairy stuff. I actually felt Seattle. Yeah, opening there. kickoff, there was uh, what Darden slipped and uh, one of the Seahawks kick coverage yep. guys. Yeah, um, go ahead. Well, I just actually felt like every special teams play Seattle was pinned in uh, by uh, the Buccaneers coverage units, and they kind of got their ass kicked on special teams. Um, I yeah, I, I saw someone a couple of years ago. Someone was. Someone was either tweeting about it, I, someone who had a lot of knowledge about fields around the league and stuff. And they said that Seattle does tend to slip a lot more than most teams because they refuse to wear longer cleats, even as American football cleats go, because they're trying to to prevent as many ligament tears as possible. But then that leads to more slipping. Um, and I feel like maybe this is... What, you can also you know, tear what, your ligaments from slipping. <laughs> true, true. But but just like non-contact ACLs and all that stuff, yeah. they, yeah. they don't have as many of those. And I think like statistically, they don't have as many knee tears as oh, other yeah. teams, but they do have a lot mm-hmm. of, obviously nice. for other reasons maybe, but soft tissue injuries seem to be at a league high rate. So what you're saying upper, is that Chris and Michael needed a uh, longer start. C-Mike did nothing wrong. Yeah, he, he was, yeah, he he was sabotaged. Look. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, when Brooks went off the field, it, the replay looked so bad because it like jarred his knee and it was slippy out there, and the edge of the the field was really like patchy, like even thinner and not good. Um, and I was like, oh no, this looks bad. But then he came back in and was it was just cramps. So yeah, that's great news. Yeah. And Seattle came out of this game with good health. There was no major injuries. So mm-hmm. again, there's positives to take. 